0: Amazing, and we're live. Hi, Erica. Hello, Alex. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm good. I'm very excited for today and for our forecast. Me too. Um, Erica and I, for all of you who are listening, are both priestesses, which... We will explain the meaning of, but that is why we're here today. So we're, and every new and full moon, we're here to give you the rundown from a spiritual forecast perspective, so to speak. And I'm happy to start with a little introduction, and, um, and then Erica We'll jump in. She's the actual priestess here, like ordained and such. We're both. <laughs> um, I um, so my story to start. Um, I was ordained in a way by a fellow psychic on my first. I would say really big foray into spiritual wellness. I was at a crossroads in my life, as many of us are at many points in our lives. And look, I'm sure we'll be at many more. But I was about 28, 27, 28. And I was, lo and behold, going through, I would say, the beginnings of my Saturn return, which is the time in which Saturn comes back to the exact place that it was when you were born. However, I've been told by many astrologers that my Saturn return was actually much later. That's just when it kicked the hell off. And so it was going on for about, I would say four years. Just recently, I, I felt like settled from that moment. But from that call, he, Mike Fort is his name. I love him so much. From that call, he told me everything from past wounds to you know, what I should do in the, the current situation of my life, all the way through to the fact that I was psychic. And that was new to me. That was an other thing from my perspective, um, other, other talents, other people could do that, but not me. And he told me that that was not the case, that I was extremely psychic. So from that moment on, it really kicked off my journey on this path. It took me a really long time to get here to this point. For reference. I'm 32. Uh, so it's taken me literally four years to come into this purpose. But um, the high priestess of Brooklyn was born from this spiritual journey. And really that was the impetus for it. So that's how I got here. <laughs> I love
1: that story. And I love how um, typically most people who have gifts, it always reveals itself after a really tumultuous time absolutely so for for me i'm erica just to reintroduce myself again um of Bruja. and i similar situation in the sense of you know experiencing tragedy so i'm actually um, a sexual abuse trauma survivor i was assaulted when i was about six years old um and my way of dealing with the trauma was to forget Um, But although consciously I forgot what happened, my body was in crisis, my soul was in crisis. um, And I literally carried that on throughout my childhood, through my teenage years. And it wasn't until I was in college and I had the opportunity to join an amazing group of people who were seeking transformation and healing that I really come face to face with the truth of um, my abuse. So from there, um, I was actually mandated to go to therapy for, I was in therapy for actually a really long time, and although I felt that I had healing for my mind, I knew that there were still like soul wounds that I was going through. Um, But in the midst of all of that, I actually moved to the Caribbean, and while I was there, I was working for um, a medical group on the clinical conventional healthcare side and realized that, um, you know, so many people would come to us asking for holistic health and wellness treatments, um, and we didn't have them to offer. So I became curious about those treatments, and I became um, super obsessed with everything meditation and aromatherapy and tarot and all of these things. Um, so I sort of went through, as I was researching what to do for the clinic, I, um, Studied these practices so much, and I began to incorporate them into my own healing, into my own uh, wellness journey. And then from there, people found out that this is what I did. Um, and the word spread across, you know, different lands. And it was really cool <laughs> because people started to come to me um, for my work. And then also, my family um, I come from a long line of holistic health and wellness practitioners from Honduras. And from Saint Vincent, so um, you know, I wish that one of you know my elders would have said, like, this is just who you are, and of course you were going to land here, but uh, you know, as always, you have to find your own footing. Um, and the, the you know spirit or your elders, they can't tell you certain things; you have to figure it out on your own. Um, so that's a little bit of my journey. Uh, I'm just grateful that I've been able to turn uh, tragedy into something um, triumphant. And I'm just so happy
0: to be here. Oh, wow. I I think that was the first time that you shared your whole story in like one um, (laughs) one long swoop. So I really appreciate the fact that you shared that. And I think like you mentioned, you know, healing from past wounds and going through the healing journey with yourself, whether it be with an actual medical professional, which I have done as well therapy or a psychic, you know, actually what brought us together is understanding that these things can all work in tandem and that like, there's no one right way. In fact, I think I went to literally all the guides I could possibly go to at times of intense, trauma or transition in my life i like to get i this is maybe a little bit of a problem for me but i like to crowdfund like my you know i like to crowdsource like what do you think i should do what do you think i should do and you're going to get different answers especially if you're going from western medical world to you know the spiritual world which i would argue is a little bit uh, from all over but the earth specifically um or the stars you're going to get some different answers but hopefully like the point of us being here together too, is that we really sort of come at this from different standpoints and really different viewpoints, but we arrive to a very synthesized answer together, which is the benefit of everybody who's listening, really. Um, The benefit that we've shared with each other, we were like, oh, we have to actually get this out to more people because it shouldn't just be us that benefits from this. so, so I guess taking that standpoint, my modalities blended are tarot and astrology mainly, but um, like Eric and I both mentioned, we also have psychic intuitive gifts. So those, that comes in through the language of tarot, really. Um, and, and yeah, those are the two modalities that I'm the most comfortable blending.
1: And for me, um, I also use tarot, um, but I use tarot for the purposes of like consulting, right? Um, Before I ever meet with any clients, as long as they feel comfortable, I like to do a tarot reading because I feel as if um, there's only so much that you can, a client can tell me, right? Um, And sometimes people are coming to uh, practitioners with a very surface level issue when it's much deeper right? There's always something more to uproot. And I feel as if tarot, tarot is the greatest way of of getting to that ultimate um, truth. Um, So once we, I have tarot consultations, then I prescribe in the sense of holistic health and wellness remedies, aromatherapy, and very specific meditations or rituals um, to sort of help move that client through uh, whatever they're going through and into a better space.
0: So cool. Um, Yeah, I think what you touched on too is super, it's incredibly insightful to say. And I think probably everybody has this experience. You come to the table, literally a doctor's table or let's say a psychic's table, and you have your articulation of what's going on with you. I would say we would tell a medical professional much more than we would tell a psychic. I know for me, when I was a little bit more skeptical in my past, I would withhold information or tell them incorrect information to test them. Now I have karma coming back at me saying, like, you did that to us. Like, we're going to send you some clients who do that to you. So I'm always on my toes. But the fact of the matter is we are humans interpreting human conditions. And what we actually really need is higher advice in all of these instances. Yeah. And I think
1: um, what we're doing is we're just blending all of it, right? Um, and thankfully we even have a network of uh, clinical practitioners and also practitioners holistic health and wellness who we refer and recommend because we understand that it, it's bigger than just you know a specific organ in the body or it's bigger than one chakra center. It's all interconnected. Um, and you know, it is our duty as practitioners across the spectrum to just make sure that we're doing everything that we can to bring wellness to the population especially right now because we need it now more than ever yeah absolutely
0: um so we're without further ado we're gonna give you a forecast this forecast incorporates astrology like we mentioned and then it goes So astrology, if we're starting at the highest level, that's from the stars, coming through tarot with my reading, and then flipping to Erica, we'll be reading sort of at the same time and she's gonna give us more understanding about what do we do next. Um, And like we said, if there's anyone who really is able to get this information and needs to go deeper, that might be something that we can handle. If not, we'll definitely suggest other clinical or other modalities to go further, whether it be Reiki or a blood test. Right, yeah. (laughs) Um, Amazing. So I'm going to shuffle right now. I do wanna let everyone know that we're recording this before the Cancer New Moon on Monday the 20th, and that is in cancer. So, the Cancer axis every year there's one sign that gets two new moons in it, and this one this year is Cancer. Erica, my friend, is a Cancer lady as well, so this feels especially right. It feels like right that we started at this time. We didn't really plan that either, not at all, not at all. Like, it's like live and as truthful as it gets. it's truly perfect it's as if the stars have aligned (laughs) because they have (laughs) they have and also i say ridiculous puns all the effing time so i'm also editing myself from swearing and erica's doing the same although she doesn't have as much of a potty mouth as i do so i'm pulling on this new moon energy and i'm pulling um a, three cards here i do want to mention the other um, thing to note about this new moon that's a little bit different is that it's directly opposing capricorn in saturn so cancer moon capricorn and saturn those signs are most comfortable in the moon and Saturn, respectively. So what you're getting here is Cancer is the nurturer, the crab, it's the most maternal, I would argue, very maternal out of all of the zodiac signs, and Capricorn is the father figure, the paternal, the structure, the disciplinarian, the taskmaster. There's a reason why when Saturn returns come through, they kick your ass and I don't want to mince words there. They literally say every single structure in your life, we're going to pull it out from under you and you're going to rebuild it in such a way that makes a more suitable structure now, if that's what you want to do. So we're basically have the mom and the dad opposing each other. So what this sort of says right off the bat, we're talking about, we're talking about parents. We're talking about parents, child relationships as well if we have the mom in the moon and the dad in Saturn where are we you know we're the child in that particular instance so what we're basically coming to terms with is how do we nurture ourselves through a really big transition or discipline action and that's through inner child work which we actually talked about the other day so um, I think thinking about this as an opportunity for you to, yes, new moons are all about expansion. And if you follow astrology or you know, really anything, astrology is everywhere right now, you know that new moon is potentially, potentially you know this, potentially you don't. I'll tell you now. New moons are for expansion, manifestation, and starting. And full moons are all about evaluating and releasing what no longer serves you. So you have this continuous flow from the moon that rules the tides to, you know, our internal clocks, um, and rules cancer. Um, it says that we're continuously on this journey. And so right now, if we're thinking about the expansiveness of the new moon, we just cannot address that in a blissful, like, open way without acknowledging the fact that we have this opposition here and we need to address this internal stuff um, before we think about the expansiveness. So we can have both, but we have to think about those things in, in tandem. So in that sense, we're looking at the Three of Pentacles, the Four of Cups, and the Eight of Swords reversed. So right now I'm thinking, we're thinking about what are the structures here that are holding us back? What if we think about anything that we've tried to manifest maybe in the last six months or even longer than that, where have we received blockages here? And what out of those blockages are ours? And what are the external factors here? So thinking about these external internal structures here, what are we, the swords are all about the mind, what are we holding on to that we really want to receive, we really want this four of cups energy, we're waiting, we're waiting. But if we're not addressing what's not working here, that it starts internally first. And so I would argue that this three of pentacles energy can be about seeking out resources that you may have been reluctant to earlier on in your life or in this process and allowing this journey to actually kind of start backwards. So if we want to go forward, we want to expand, we want this new moon energy, let's address the underlying issues first. that is so spot on.
1: <laughs> that, is, that is so spot on. It's, it's scary, but it's not
0: because it's, it's spirit and it's the truth. And um, yeah, it's life. This is why we're doing, this is why we work so well together. Um, do you, is it? Yeah, you- I would say go for it and I can pull cards later, but I think. I'm oh, Absolutely. So
1: now I am going to shuffle my deck, um, just for those who want to know, I'm using the Fountain Tarot. They're such a pretty deck. They're so
0: beautiful. So beautiful.
1: Um, yeah, I think um, everything that Alex said was super spot on. I'm just, I'm curious as to what I can
0: add, um, because I feel like that was just so perfect. Oh my god, you're the best. I'm using the um, Wild Unknown Tarot deck. I'm a bad tarot reader, I didn't even tell you what I was using before, nor did I hold up the cards, but here we are. The Three, the Four of Cups, and the Eight of Swords reversed. All right, so what I
1: I pulled, um, very interesting. So the first card that I pulled um, is the Five of Wands, right? And the Five of Wands is just, it's really all about like competition, conflict, but in this situation, it seems as if the conflict is coming from an internal source, right? It's internal and it's external. So the way that I would put it is that um, for most things in life, when we have to make a transition there are things outside of ourselves that are causing us, you know, stress and depression and anxiety. So it's a little bit easier for us to, you know, let go and relinquish the things that no longer serve us, because, you know, we're feeling attacked. Where in this situation, it's a little bit different, because it's almost as if the things around us are very peaceful. The things around us are not, they're causing us to question where we are, but they're not, we're not in direct opposition to them, which means that, this change, this this seeking of a a higher self and a higher purpose into getting into alignment requires for us to be internally sound, right? Um, We have to make the decision. We have to be confident enough to motivate ourselves, enough to know that there's so much more that we can have. If we stay where we are, essentially we're settling. Um, And life and And in life, we should not stay in our comfort zone because that's literally a danger zone. Um, So I look at the five of wands as we are in battle with different parts of our souls, different parts of our egos, uh, and there's no greater conflict than being in conflict with yourself. Um, The second card that I pulled is the two of coins, the two of pentacles, which typically speaks of balance, but I feel like in this situation and in this instance, it sort of goes back to um, like the pain, the emotion, the, um, this image is as much about Earth as it is about water, if not more about the water, um, and the ocean. So I would say that for the majority of us, it's almost like two things are on the table. There are two things that we're we're deciding between, um, and the two things literally go in, in tandem. So if it if it's in re- relation to moving, it's just as much in relation to your relationship and your romantic life. It's about, if it's about family, it's very much so about, um, you know, your professional life. So just know that the decisions that you're making, one literally affects the other, which I think is more, of, is more of the reason as to why this is such a complicated choice. This is such a hard time because we know that um, it's not, this, this decision that we have to make, it affects us in so many different ways. Um, and then the last card, which I think is the card that gives us the most hope and gives us the most um, like insight as to if we move forward in a way that is most most healthy and most true to our being, this is what the outcome can be, is the king of Coins, the king of pentacles. Um, and for me personally, this is someone who has showed himself or that energy in many different ways. Um, But I I sort of, in this situation, I I look at it as um, stability, as the most grandiose security that you can have. Maybe not the most, right? Because I would say above him is the emperor. So above him is the emperor, but I would just say from a a standpoint of being grounded, from a standpoint of being connected, uh, from being financially stable, um, just the things of life that we know, we try to act as if they're not as important, but they are super important. Stability, life, having a home, having money, having access, having wealth. Um, it's almost as if in making this tough de- decision, we secure the right for wealth. We secure our our future of abundance. We secure our, our notions of prosperity. Um, so I know it's hard. And I think I'm talking to myself as we go through this process. But on the other side of it, it's, liter- it's literally the life that we dreamt of. Um, but in order to get there, it requires us to let go of the life that we know.
0: Beautifully said. A couple of things I picked up on as you were talking. Um, first of all, King of Coins. Big Daddy Saturn, they're essentially the same kind of card. I mean, if we're talking about Saturn specifically, there are other connotations there, but that would be an earth sign energy. That's a Taurus, that's a Virgo or a Capricorn. And considering we're talking about this Capricorn axis, that makes a lot of sense here. It's almost what what was picking up for me is if you had, let's say you had both parents disciplining you. Now, my parents are divorced. I never really had that experience. But I would imagine if they don't agree, you have the mom typically, and the, these roles can be reversed. So I'm going to say the most maternal parent and the most paternal parent. You have the mom saying, oh, it's okay, sweetie. Like, I know you got hurt. Uh, you know, that, that is awful. Uh, let, me, let me kiss your wounds. Let me hug you. Let me make it better. And the dad is like, or the more maternal figure is like, I'm taking your skateboard away. Like you're not, you're not going on it anymore. That's it. It's a dangerous toy. Ultimately, you're gonna get hurt again because you don't know how to use it. So you're grounded from using the skateboard. What wins out in the end? Skateboard's gone. So like, kid can't use the skateboard. So you made a hard decision ultimately for the betterment of your child because you care about their well-being. But as the kid, that sucks. <laughs> you're your funds taken away, you know? So there's this hard decision that we have to make in order for our, you know, we're adults now. I mean, most of us have the authority to parent themselves now. So you're gonna have to make hard decisions as that authority figure.
1: Yeah, and one thing that came up um, during your reading, it was the Three of Pentacles, and you were speaking of um, sort of seeking out other people seeking out other areas of wisdom to help in whatever time of transformation we're going through. And I I 100% agree with that. I also think of it as um, um, because this is such a transitional and transformative time and this decision and and going through with it will literally alter your path in life forever. It literally requires you to, to have your trusted team your trusted community of people um, to really listen, um, to to sit with it, right? Like this is not a decision that you can make by yourself. That's, essentially, I think that's what it's saying. You really have to bring in other experts, people who care about you, people who are unbiased to the situation and and make the decision in the most loving and honorable way possible. Um, That's one thing that's been coming to me during this season. How do you make tough choices honorably? You know, and again, because we're adults, um, when we were younger, you know, it, it didn't matter if, you know, we quit our job and walked away and didn't send an email. You know, we're not thinking of the, the greater ramifications of that. We're not thinking of, oh, I just lost a really great person in my network who I can never go back to because I burnt that bridge. You know, so this is something that is, again, it's, it's difficult. But because it's difficult, that's where the grace comes in. And that's where your community of people come in. That's where your trusted advisory board comes in because they're here, they're here to help you, right? Um, they are here to, to guide you. Ultimately, you make the decision, right? But this is just not a decision that should be made in haste um, because it, it will alter your path in such a tremendous way, but it will alter your path in a way that is beautiful and in the way that ultimately brings you peace um, from on a soulful level, not just from a human conditioning level.
0: Yeah, I love that. I think this this new moon is an interesting one and I, I totally understand why most astrologers have said, now doing this reading, really have said, this is a bigger one, this is more of a pivotal one than typical new moons because usually with new moons we can be more dreamlike. We can really say, what are the hopes and dreams we want to manifest in our future? And it's all lovey-dovey like rainbows and sunshine. And at the same time, we can absolutely dream. But to have a realistic dream means you maybe have that come true a lot easier than you would if you were to think about like, five, 10, 15 years down the line, you might manifest all those things on your list, but what do you realistically need right now? And sort of letting that like, disciplinarian or letting that more structured area win out or more structured advice win out in this instance, in this particular instance, because that's ultimately what's going to serve you in a more realistic fashion. This is actually what you need. You don't need the skateboard because while it was really, really fun, like your knee is more important. Right. In that very, very specific Saturn example. So specific of me. My Capricorn rising really jumps in with these Saturn examples. I'm like, I get this one. Um, and then I have my Scorpio moon and deep down similar to your cancer where I'm like, I just want to get to the root of this. Like, what is, you know, how can I help? What are the, and then the reality is, is you need both. So, you know, life is not about just one note. It's a, an extremely dynamic one. So
1: yeah. this is a good new moon. For sure. And I, I guess my overall recommendation and prescription for this specific new moon is to really work on two things, highest self and inner child, right? Because whatever this whatever this situation is that we're dealing with, either we are afraid to truly walk into the path that we're supposed to be, that, that, that person that we're ultimately supposed to become, which is our highest self, or it is that our wounded inner child is keeping us stuck. And it's almost as if like, the child in all of us is screaming out like, what is going to happen to me if I if I take this risk? It's almost similar to the fool card, right? Like um, the child in us, we see the cliff, we see the hopes uh, and possibilities, but it's that leap. We're afraid to take that leap. So there's fear there. So it's either fear of success or it's fear of failure. And it's almost figuring out which one it is. Um, and there are many different ways to... Go about working on higher self and, and inner child um, concerns. So, that can be either through traditional talk therapy. I specifically do like meditations and rituals where I, you know, put someone in their most peaceful and angelic state for them to actually commune with their higher self or their inner child or both, right? Um, so, I think this is a true time of introspection. Um, and really connecting to um, those elements of ourselves to really figure out like what is going on because there's something that's keeping us stuck and the word that comes up is fear, it's fear. And if, and once we can understand that fear, we can make the choice that is most um, honorable to ourselves and to the situation. Um, and in a, a very tangible way to assist with that, I think from an aromatherapy standpoint, I would recommend frankincense and the reason why I recommend that because I feel as if frankincense it's almost like um like a, a very holy very spiritual essential oil when I use it, it's almost as if I'm calling in my spirit guides. I'm calling in my inner child. I'm calling in my highest self. I'm calling in whatever higher power I believe in. Um, it's a, literally like an, like an opener. It's saying, please come into my space. Come into my, my being. Um, so I would definitely recommend Frankincense. During this time, because again we need assistance we need we need our three of Pentacles community, our advisory board to assist us and sometimes that comes in a human form you know like I can talk to Alex, she can talk to me and we can connect and we can get that um, wisdom from each other and sometimes it is it's through prayer it'll be through meditation it's connecting to that spiritual family that spiritual um, community that we also have you know and also just knowing that in this time it, it's it's bigger than ourselves we have we have the self we have our community of people so in this situation like Alex would be someone I would talk to but then I also know that I have my ancestors I have my my spirit guides I have my um, my animal guides it's a community of people that are that are guiding us into a alignment and into um, this space of overall um grander abundance and ultimately the life that we said we wanted you know it's fascinating how we um are so afraid and we go into such shock when um the things that we say that we want to manifest we're on the cusp of it and we just paralyze ourselves so this is a time where we are literally creating an opportunity well rather we are blocking the opportunities that we created and um through meditation, through talk therapy and working on the wounded inner child and our highest self, Um, but also, you know, using actual elements like frankincense oil, uh, we can, we can come to
0: this space honorably and peacefully. I love that. I love that, especially because I have frankincense for whatever reason, like five more years ago, I purchased that. Not really knowing what it was going to help me with. I think I probably read something somewhere very quickly and was like, oh, let me just buy it because that's the <laughs> impulsivity of me. But I'm so glad that I can go grab it and use that for my meditation work, which is really, really, really helpful. Um, I also forgot to mention there's another placement here that's really Important and it happened this week. And it's Chiron went retrograde, and Chiron will be retrograde for a little while. And that Chiron is the the inner child, the the inner wounds, the wounded warrior is actually his name. Is and that
1: planet? I'm sorry.
0: It's an asteroid, but has re it it does have enough pull astrologically to mention and in directly like working with these other planets. So. This inner child work, which Eric and I have both been talking about, is something, yes, that Erica mentioned, you would be able to seek her out and do that through her and in a more meditative state. If you feel like you've, you've accessed that point and you feel like you know what you, like tangibly, what I did this week was I wrote a letter to my mom and my dad and not letters that I'm going to send, but I literally said, I forgive you for, and I went down the list. And I think it's really helpful to have this sort of experience because um, you will absolutely feel something. And what I think at the end you'll feel, this is what I felt, is release. Right. Before you can manifest in this moon, new moon, you really do need to address these issues here if, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling stagnant. If you've done this work already, congratulations. <laughs> You're ready to receive.
1: Yeah. And um, I, I just, just as a disclaimer, um, this information and these uh, prescriptions and everything that we pulled in the cards and the astrological side of it, like, we are literally feeling it too. And I know that's something that most practitioners or people doing this kind of work, they don't actually say. It's almost as if like it applies to everyone else, but it doesn't apply to us. But just know that like, we are literally in our own transit and our own um, space of releasing and and working on fear. Um, So it really is also a, uh, it's communal from this standpoint too, us giving you these messages, but also us knowing that one, we can rely on each other as support and building that community, but now through this um, podcast and however you are listening to this um, material, that you know you are also now part of our community as well. I mean, we're all here to help each other truly because this is—it's not just one person going through this. We're all experiencing it at the same time, and especially in the state of this world we're in right now, we really have to re- rely on each other and lean on each other for uh, support just to help us through these really tough times.
0: Beautifully said. What a closer you are. <laughs> You're the closer. Um and on in that same vein, I think what I'm hoping will happen in this community, this lovely community is that we can meet you. So if you want to meet us right now, you can follow us on any of like Erica said, any of the places where you find this material. So be it Spotify, be it Apple podcasts, be it YouTube, um, or even Instagram, you can follow us both. Um, and you can also email us. So we created an email, fancy email and Gmail just for this occasion. <laughs> so if you have questions, um, if you want us to address anything, um, the podcast we would be very happy to to do that because this is this is really about you all um so you can email us at priestesses prescribe at gmail.com and we will both be checking it so just say what's up if you want to do that too um and that's spelled it's very long priestesses p-r-i-e-s-t-e-s-s-e-s Prescribe P-R-E S-C-R-I-B-E at gmail.com Did I spell that right? Yes, you did. I couldn't even have done that so. I felt like I was in a spelling bee just now and I feel like I put myself on the spot This is like a Saturn moment Oh jeez I wouldn't even attend to <laughs> Look, you can google uh, both words and then put them together and then put it out on gmail that was good though excellent oh my god amazing um we we are so so happy to be doing this we will see you if you email us if you like subscribe all the things but we'll also see you back here the next uh, during the full moon which is in about two weeks until then yes until then until then thank you thank you talk to you soon oh and happy birthday erica next wednesday i'm so excited Ugh. so excited That's for you
1: fine.
0: what a year <laughs> what a, what, a year. what a year what a year what a year what a time <laughs> talk to you soon bye everyone